Good evening, everybody. Welcome to Living Loud Outdoors on a Saturday night, central Oklahoma, watching the sun go down. Beautiful sunset out there. Listening to the cicadas buzz annoyingly, thinking their season's almost over. I'm, I'll be glad about that. I'm, those things will drive you nuts after a while. It's kind of cool for at first, you know. It's like, hey, the cicadas are back, and then it's like, well, Lord, make them go away. They do get annoying at times. Um, hopefully, uh, they're not annoying you too terribly tonight. Man, I have um, I've had a great weekend already. We uh, got to spend some time with Rhonda. Rhonda came in and from uh, Sepulpa, where she stays with her dad through the week, and We've had some good times together and, and just enjoyed and shared each uh, each other's company. Uh, been out and about a little bit, been in the garden a little bit, worked on our garden stuff a little bit. We had some had some fun. We uh, <laughs> Rhonda dug up a bunch of carrots. Uh, we'd never grown carrots before, and they'd been real little, and I've been watering this one little patch and just leaving it alone. And sure enough, we had some big old carrots in there, and so we had a ball with that. We, uh, we actually graded them all up today and put them into some vacuum seal bags and froze them. So we'll be able to use them in different times. And we've been doing that with our okra and going to be doing some uh, smoking some peppers pretty soon. Man, I've got cow horn peppers. I've got jalapeno peppers. I've got habanero peppers. I've got some poblanos, some anaheims, some bell pepper. Got some little hot demon things that I have no idea what they are, but dead gum, they're hot. Um, working on them, so we're uh, we've got peppers everywhere, we got okra everywhere. We've had a great time with our garden this year, and uh, it, it, it's been fun. It's been very therapeutic, I guess, if you will. So, but I've, I've been bringing a message to you every day. Um, God's told me to get in the mic, and that's what I've been doing. I'm, I'm trying to listen to Him, trying to follow Him closely. Uh, but He's told me to be in the mic every day, and, and I've done that. I've been bringing. Uh, sometimes I just use one of my poems. Uh, the guy's been pouring a lot of things into me. I've been writing them down in poetic form. Um, tonight, I'm going to bring to you something just to, just a touch different. I'm really just going to pull some scripture. I woke up this morning. Actually, it wasn't waking up. I actually dreamed a particular phrase coming out of Ephesians, and um, it wouldn't go away. And, and so I, I, I really dwelled on it all day today. And, and I got into the chapter that it comes from. The entire chapter is just too good to let go. Um, so what I'm going to do this evening, I'm actually cord out of my way here. I'm actually going to bring, um, just bring some word to you tonight, some scripture, and, and interject some of my thoughts as we go through. But we're going to go to Ephesians chapter four. Ephesians chapter four. And we're going to actually start right at the top, right under verse one. There's some subtitles in here, and I want to share these with you as we go through um, this particular subtitle of chapter four is unity and diversity in the body of Christ. You know, we, we hear a lot of that word today. Um, we need unity. You know, we need unity in the body. It, our, our world today is very divided um, in multiple ways. I, I won't go into the political side of this. I won't even go into the dramatical side of it that's driving me nuts right now. But, but we're very, very, very divided. We are not in unity. But yet Ephesians 4 is talking about unity and diversity in the body of Christ. So as believers, as followers, we have to find a, a balance. We, we really do need to find a sense of unity. And I, I'm not telling you to go against your belief system because I know many of us strongly believe certain ways. That's why we're so divided right now. So what I want to do is I want to share this scripture with you. I'm going to interject some of my thoughts as we go on, but I want you to really dig into this. And I want you to allow this word of God to speak to your heart today and hopefully pull you closer to him. Um, and allow him to use you in more ways in such a divided world that we live in today. So I want to kick this off. Ephesians chapter 4, we're going to start with verse 1. 
with unity and diversity in the body of Christ. Verse 1, therefore, this is Paul, okay? This is Paul talking here. Therefore, I, a prisoner of the Lord, urge you to live worthy of the calling you have received. Listen, we're all called to, to, be, to be disciples, to go into all the world and preach the gospel, to make other followers of all people. I don't, you don't have to carry a label. You don't have to be an evangelist. You don't have to be a, pre, a preacher, a pastor, a, a particular teacher, an evangelist, a, a revivalist. You don't have to be any of those labels to do what God's called you to do because he's called all of us to go into all the world and preach the gospel. And, and the best way to do that is with our life and with our lifestyle. So therefore, I, the prisoner in the Lord, and this is Paul, he's, he's probably writing this from prison. I urge you to live worthy of the calling you have received. The Amplified Version says it this way. That was from the CSB, but the Amplified says, Therefore, I therefore, the prisoner for the Lord, appeal to you and beg you to walk, lead a life worthy of the divine calling to which you have been called, with behavior that is a credit to the summons to God's service, living as becomes you. Man, that's a mouthful in the Amplified Version. I, I love how that breaks that down. But with behavior that is a credit to the summons of God's service, to his calling on you, living as becomes you. Verse 2, with all humility and gentleness, with patience, bearing with one another in love, making every effort to keep the unity of the Spirit through the bond of peace. There is one body and one Spirit, just as you were called to one hope for your calling, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God, and Father of all, who is above all and through all and in all. Verse 7. Now grace was given to each one of us according to the measures of Christ's gift. For it says, when he ascended on high, he took the captives captive, and he gave gifts to the people. Verse 7 in the Amplified Version says, Yet grace, God's unmerited favor, I love how that says that, Grace is God's unmerited favor on us, was given to each of us individually, not indiscriminately, but in different ways. In other words, he didn't give me a gift different than your gift because I'm higher than you. He gave it to me because I needed it in a different way, the same as you need your gift in a different way, not indiscriminately, but in different ways, in proportion to the measure of Christ's rich and bounteous gift. Verse 9 says, But what does he ascended mean except that he also descended to the lower parts of the earth? The one who descended is also the one who ascended far above all the heavens to fill all things. And he himself gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors and teachers, equipping the saints for the work of the ministry to build up the body of Christ until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of God's Son growing into maturity with a stature measured by Christ's fullness. Verse 14 goes on to say, Then we will no longer be little children, tossed by the waves and blown around by every wind of teaching, by human cunning, with cleverness in the, in the techniques of deceit. But speaking the truth in love, let us grow in every way into him who is the head, Christ. From him the whole body, fitted and knit together by every supporting ligament, promotes the growth of the body, for building up itself in love by the proper working of, every, of each individual gift. The subtitle when it starts in verse 17 is living the new life. Therefore, and I love that word, therefore, because of this, because you can, because it's what you should do, 
Therefore, I say this and testify in the Lord, you should no longer live as the Gentiles live in the futility of their thoughts. They are darkened in their understanding, excluded from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them and because of the hardness of their hearts. They become callous and gave themselves over to promiscuity for the practice of every kind of impurity with a desire for more and more. Verse 20 says, but, but that is not how you came to know Christ, assuming you heard about him and were taught by him as the truth is in Jesus. Take off all your former way of life, the old self that is corrupted by deceitful desires, to be renewed in the spirit of your minds, and to put on the new self, the one created according to God's likeness in righteousness and purity of the truth. Therefore, putting away lying, speak the truth each one to his neighbor, because we are members of one another. Be angry and don't sin. Don't let the sun go down on your anger. I wonder how that means, be angry and don't sin. That's possible? Absolutely. It really does. That's a, that's a word study all on itself. Verse 26, be angry and do not sin. Don't let the sun go down on your anger. One you should really work out. Verse 27, and don't give the devil an opportunity. Let the thief no longer steal. Instead, he is to be honest work with his own hands so that he has something to share with anyone in need. No foul language. No foul language should come from your mouth, but only what is good for building up someone in need, so that it gives grace to those who hear. I love the Amplified Version of verse 29. And this is what got me, <laughs> this is what started this whole thing, is verse 29. Let no foul or polluting language, nor evil word, nor unwholesome or worthless talk ever come out of your mouth, but only such speech as is good and beneficial to the spiritual progress of others, as it is fitting to the need and the occasion that it may be a blessing and give grace, again, God's favor, to those who hear it. Verse 29 of Ephesians chapter 4, something again, should be posted on your fridge. Live by it. Don't let any foul stuff come out of your mouth. Clean that mess up. Quit, quit putting people down. You know, quit arguing. Quit, quit being so trigger happy, if you will, with, with what words come from you. Man, learn to be a little more peaceable with people. Learn to lift them up instead of mash them down. How, how, how incredibly beautiful would that be if we as followers of Christ began to live in such a way? Verse 30, and don't grieve God's Holy Spirit. You were sealed by him for the day of redemption. And again, I'm on a little, little amplified going into this. Verse 30 again, and do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God. Don't offend or vex or sadden him by whom you were sealed which simply means barked, branded as God's own, and secured. Man, that, that literally, I love that. <laughs> Those of you who were sealed, you were marked. You were branded as God's own. You're in his flock. You're in his herd. You belong to him. You're secured in him for the day of redemption, of final deliverance through Christ from evil and the consequences of sin. Man, that's, that is such a beautiful thing if you really read that out. And don't grieve God's Holy Spirit. Don't offend Him. Don't sadden Him. You were sealed by Him. You're branded by God. You belong to Him. You're secured in Him for the final day of redemption, for that day when Christ comes and, and, and pulls everything and delivers us from evil and the consequences of sin, and He places us in eternity with Him. What a beautiful sight. Verse 31 says, Let all bitterness, anger, and wrath, shouting and slander be removed from you, along with all malice. And again, the Amplified Version is going to expound on this a little. 
Let all bitterness and indignation and wrath, passion, rage, bad temper, and a resentment, anger and animosity, and quarreling, brawling, clamor, contention, and slander, evil speaking, abusive or blasphemous language, be banished from you with all malice. That's with all spite, ill will, or baseness of any kind. Get rid of it. Quit talking like that. Quit thinking like that. Get out of your stinking thinking. We've talked a lot about that lately. And put on the, the, the life of Christ. You'll be resurrected in him. Verse 32 says, And be kind and compassionate to one another. Forgive one another, just as God also forgave you in Christ. Again, to expound on that in the Amplified, it says, And become useful and helpful and kind to one another, tender-hearted, compassionate, understanding, loving-hearted, forgiving one another readily and freely as God in Christ forgave you. Now listen, we live in a very contentious day. Um, everyone has an opinion. Most will not discuss anything calmly anymore. Social media is a train wreck. You can't, you can't even voice your opinion or even how you feel because somebody's probably going to attack you for your, 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 for your very position how you feel about something, how you see something. It's no longer a conversational piece. It's no longer something that, that, that you can genuinely talk to anyone about or express your feelings because you're going to be attacked or you're going to be smashed. I, I, I try desperately to avoid most of these. <laughs> I have a weakness. Uh, I, I have to say I have a weakness. I, um, I really struggle with ignorance, and, and there's a lot of it out there today. Um, and look that word up. I'm not calling anybody ignorant. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not making fun of anyone. There is a, there is a definition of ignorance and we see it on a daily basis. You know, I'm not a scientist. Um, I'm not a doctor, but I'm a guy that was raised on a farm with a whole lot of common sense, horse sense, if you will. I made a guy laugh over using that word the other day with our conversation. Some of you may can gather why, um, from some of the conversations out there today that you've seen me a part of. But, but common sense goes a long ways because God gives that to us. There's a lot of people out there that missed that somewhere when God was giving out gifts of common sense. Apparently, there's a lot of folks out there that didn't receive their portion. Um, or if they did, they've, they've set it aside somewhere. Because honestly, if we really boil things down today, it's not nearly as complicated as we've made it. God is not as complicated as we've made him. His word is not as complicated as we've made it. God is very simplistic. Uh, you, you look at this word, it's very simplistic, very matter of fact, very, if you will, I will. God is constantly saying that to us. If you'll do these things, I'll do these things. You know, if you'll follow me, I'll answer your cry. If you do this, I will hear your plea. It's always an if we will, he will. But he's given us some really bold direction of how we should live our life when we accept the following of him, when we pick up our cross and begin to follow Christ. And I want to challenge you, work diligently at that. We are in a time when we all, myself included, need to work very diligently at being exactly what this says, kind-hearted, kind-mouthed, <laughs> you know, um, Think before speaking. Think before stepping into that argument. You have no idea how many times I backspace and just simply go on. 
Because if I say anything that, that I feel like I want to say to a particular situation, it's probably going to wind up in an argument, and I don't have time for that right now. I've got other things to do. Granted, I do wind up in some. Some of you probably see that from time to time. I try desperately to answer with common sense, desperately to use God's Word and what He's given us, desperately try to find truth, not just fictitious things that I've been handed. Very difficult to find truth in these days. But I encourage you, encourage you, implore you, if you will. I love how Paul does that. He implores us, you know, therefore, because of this, because we can, because it's what we should do, stand according to God's word, live according to God's word, walk according to God's word, speak according to God's word, lead others the right direction. Don't chase them off. Don't throw rocks at them. Lead them in the right way. Lead them towards him. That's our whole purpose in this life, especially as we see the day's approach. Look what's coming our way. Look where we are today. I challenge you. I encourage you. I implore you. Be a man or woman of God. Stand for the things that are right. Don't waver, but stand correctly the best you can. We love you. Thank you so much for tuning in. I know this is a bit of a crushing word. Hopefully you use something you can gain from, you can gather, you can stand on this. Man, this is power. This is God's word. This isn't stuff coming directly from me. This is God's word. You know, this, you, There's no argument here. He gives us clear direction. Let's use it. Let's use it to our advantage. I pray over you tonight that you take this word to heart. Apply it to your life. Do something with it. And watch what God does in you because of it. Amen. God bless you guys. We love you. We thank you so much for your support. Thank you for praying over us. You can find all of our links, um, our giving links, if you want to support us financially, www.livingloudoutdoors.com. That's living without the G, L-I-V-I-N, loudoutdoors.com. All the giving links are on there. There's a Simple Give app, a PayPal app. Our address is there. All of our contact information is there. We have a Venmo. I've got a Cash App. I, man, I got you want to give, man? Well, I got I got a way you can give. I can make it simple. I guarantee you. Pray for us. Uh, we, we're in the midst of a fight. We are on the front lines. We are battling day and night. Um, we pray for you as well because I know that many of you are on that same front line. You're battling right there, side by side with us every day. We love you. We thank you for having our back. We thank you for lifting us up. We thank you for your support in all measures. Amen. The Bible says that God will give back to you in the same measure in which you give. He'll give back to you. Pressed down, shaken together, and running over we poured into your lap. Man, that's huge. We need some of that. Amen. We need some of that. We love you. God bless you. Sunday morning's on its way. i got a great message for you tomorrow. It'll be similar to this one, I guarantee you. God's already pouring it in me. We'll talk to you again real soon.